someday Twitter will decide to behave. That is the sound not of Arizona iced tea. As you can hear, that was carbonated. That was a bottle. It is Orange Crush. Uh, because that is what they had. Uh, they did not have Arizona iced tea, which is not a sponsor of this show, and therefore they have not uh, sent me any product. Um, that is what they had. Uh, Orange Crush appropriate because Edwin Diaz is hurt. Um, and they had that at the weed store where I bought this blue to go with the orange and it is ice rack, uh, bars. So, uh, it's, it's bad times, uh, in the podcast universe. Uh, I'm Jesse from the internet. And the last that you heard me was, uh, my declaration, um, some 23 hours ago in real time. Some, I have no idea how many hours in podcast universe time, uh, my declaration that the season was over because our last episode ended right as Edwin Diaz was getting hurt. Uh, he uh, will be out for reportedly eight months, but you know, who the hell knows? So I'm Jesse from the internet. Uh, also with us today is Jesse from the internet and that's going to be confusing. Hi, Jesse. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, that Can I just say that orange soda looks it's so refreshing right now. The combination really of you cracking is. it open at the start and the... Is that a Crush? It's not a Fanta. It is. It's Orange Crush. Uh, Dr. Pepper 7-Up Incorporated. I don't know what... The, mm-hmm. What is the Pepsi? Uh, is is Sunkist? I thought Sunkist was I might the be Sunkist. I yep. think Sunkist is Pepsi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we have that under control. Uh, yeah, Orange Crush because Arizona... Uh, get on it. You're You're... You're not letting it slip away. I'm not going to stop buying Arizona. They just need to start selling it at the weed store. Uh, <laughs> and we are going to need a lot of weed to get through what's happening uh, in baseball right now. Uh, Jesse, where, where are you? Uh, you mean physically? Yeah. yeah like, uh, I'm, in, I'm, in, the, I, I'm in the Chicago burbs. Okay. Yes. So, I'm in the Midwest. You are filling our Chicago portion. Um, Colleen is yes. unable to join us because uh, her Chicago internet uh, is down. This regional company that mm-hmm. she uses, AT&T, uh, haven't heard of them. Oh, my God. Uh, we just had like a week-long outage from uh, Xfinity. So it's not just AT&T. It's hell out here. It's basically the dark ages here. I expect better yeah. from the sponsor of a minor league NASCAR circuit than a week-long internet outages, personally. You would think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would. You would think uh, so. I'm going to bring that up to them in my customer support emails. That, yeah. that's, uh, that's how we would do. Would they give you that and, how likely are you to recommend to a friend survey? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the comment section there, be like, well, <laughs> I, I expect better. From a NASCAR you guys have sorely disappointed on NASCAR's second series. <laughs> Come on. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. That is Britt from the internet. Uh, Britt, how are you? Uh, what, what's it like being week. in a... Yeah. Well, the, the sun is currently out, which is not something that has happened much in the past. Oh, what feels like a thousand years, but it's actually about three months. So, all right. Well, 
it was also Months so windy earlier that, uh, in the week, We have plenty of plenty of space to talk about months, and it was uh, about six <laughs> months ago uh, that the trouble really started. A lot of people are blaming the World Baseball Classic uh, for Edwin Diaz's injury. Uh, you can have your issues with the World Baseball Classic being in March, and you know Ron Darling said it. In fact, like. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to get meaningful outs in big games in March. But Edwin Diaz got hurt not playing baseball. Uh, he got hurt celebrating. And he could have been doing that anywhere. He could have been dancing and blown out his knee. He could have been on the golf course and blown out his knee. I'm glad he got to have an awesome moment in the WBC, which should probably be like a, a two-week thing in the middle of a season, like you know, like an Olympic break almost. Um, mm-hmm. or after the season, uh, you would lose playoff guys and, but it doesn't work with like the, the pitch limits to begin with. But anyway, WBC has nothing to do with Edwin Diaz's injury other than that. That is the time and place that it happened. It is not either, uh, because Puerto Rico is not a state, although this is, as I, as I tweeted the other day, uh, a good argument for Puerto Rico statehood. If Edwin Diaz was on Team USA, there would be no Team Puerto Rico to play against Team Dominican Republic. Uh, ipso facto, we'd be fine in that universe. However, uh, what happened six months ago is really what set things into motion, I believe. And, and Britt, you have that story from from last year. I do. Um, Jerry Seinfeld has a bone to pick with the Mets hyping up Timmy Trumpet for Edwin Diaz's entrances from the bullpen, worried that it's giving the team bad mojo because it's celebrating in season when the team hasn't won anything yet. Boomer agrees with the celebrity super fans. I kind of think that Jerry's right in this case, Boomer said. Boomer, aside from a noted baseball mower, we tend to give I, I these like nicknames the- to our pitchers. Oh, no, I, I just want to interject here because the headline on this is really great too. Uh, oh yeah, uh, like lay, laying it out. Yeah, because uh, of Boomer just the name of Jerry the person Seinfeld. called. It's perfect. It's perfect. It it could be so many people, and it would be a correct sentence. So I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I stepped uh, on it. it. <laughs> no, no, that was good. That was good. So that, uh, we tend to give these nicknames to our pitchers. We kind of make a singular moment. I do believe there's something about Timmy Trumpet showing up and doing his thing and Diaz coming in and shutting down the Dodgers. It was a whole thing. Thank you, Jerry Seinfeld. I think you should be a talk show host. Boomer <clears throat> has never been the biggest fan of the Timmy Trumpet craze, whose song has gone viral multiple times thanks to Diaz entering games in safe situations. And Boomer thinks it's the latest in a line of cheesy gestures from the franchise that can jinx the special season. The Mets have these cheesy things that they do. And Timmy Trumpet is one of them, Boomer said. We do that. As an organization, we do this. We do a lot of things right now. All of a sudden, the Tom Seaver statue, retiring Willie Mays' number, all of that stuff is great. The old-timers day is off. But the Timmy Trumpet thing, Jerry Seinfeld's got a point. That's touching the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and before we react to this, I'd like to share Colleen's reaction from, from the DMs. <laughs> Uh, before the yeah, show, yeah, it's which important. <laughs> um, it, it's a Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, and it's a... I think yeah. that covers it. 
Uh, you can hear that from Chicago, thank, uh, thank from you, Brooklyn. Stephanie Beatrice. I, I have been furious with Jerry Seinfeld uh, since then. <laughs> I feel like this is a good time for me to just say that I don't like Seinfeld. No. I don't. I once did. Can I, can I admit something embarrassing? I've mm-hmm. never actually seen Seinfeld outside of in gym class. We used to ride exercise bikes in this little like room by the locker room. And they would play either like the first half of like the A team remake with Liam Neeson, or they would play like a random Jerry. Se- uh, I guess the show's not called Jerry Seinfeld. They would play a random Seinfeld episode. And I, so I associate it in, like permanently with incredible. like being sweaty and embarrassed or whatever. Um, I thought it was like Jerry fine, Seinfeld, but I was also but- like 16. I have no idea what anything is. All I remember is uh, the thing with man hands. Like she had man hands, Jerry, or something. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand this. I've never, I don't, I've never gone on a date before. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I was really confused. Oh, but, that's so, Jerry, wait. Can you, I'm also like, I'm like mildly familiar with baseball. Like mm-hmm. my family, huge Cubs fans growing up. Um, but I was never. I was usually playing video games and stuff like a little a little nerd guy however i do i am aware that there's like superstitions and stuff all about everything you know we got the the billy goat thing in chicago and so is jerry saying here is this one of those moments where jerry's saying that this timmy trumpet which by the way if someone named timmy i'm sorry no disrespect to timmy trumpet but if someone named timmy trumpet can like derail your franchise it's like was it even that i don't know anything about the mets i'm just saying i don't (laughs) think it seems you, you are correct. You are to be derailed by anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a certain truth to that. Yeah. Since since we're not going, but we hear need to stop Timmy while. Trumpet. Is what I'm hearing from Jerry. That, and yes. I also thought it was just yeah. a boomer saying this, not just um, that boomer. Ig- exactly. Here's the problem. Jerry Seinfeld and Boomer Esiason. They want their old timers day. They want their statue of a, and I'm not like, this is really cartoonishly saying it, statue of a dead guy that they grew up watching. Like, I'm not here to disrespect Tom Seaver, but ultimately they are here for their nostalgia. Timmy Trumpet is fun. There were people dancing in the stands when Edward Diaz came into games last year. People having fun. And then Jerry Seinfeld, who allegedly uh, was a comedian of some sort um, and and engaged in comedy, which I am to understand is a form of entertainment uh, and supposedly in cars, fun. No yes. Coming out anti-fun. Here is uh, now, that, I, that I article. I would say, though, I would say that mm-hmm. Jerry Seinfeld's comedy was not really ever comedy as much as it was complaining about things for other people's attention. That's true. So like this is sort of all on brand when you think, right, what's the deal with airplane food? Like that was sort of his, has always been his whole shtick. Did you ever notice that Jerry Seinfeld doesn't actually have a lot of jokes? (laughs) (laughs) Right, there's there's no punchline. (sighs) And the punchline to this is... Yeah, right. it's a show about nothing. So that was September 8th that that article appeared. Edwin Diaz had had uh, 
come in against the Dodgers in the eighth inning on September 1st, help the Mets lock down their two out of three in that series. It seemed like it was going to, you know, vault them into being the top contender in the National League before it all fell apart. As Jerry opened his big mouth. After that, Edwin Diaz pitched on September 9th in Miami. No Timmy Trumpet. Edwin Diaz pitched on September 13th in New York. Timmy Trumpet played. However, the Mets were losing 4-1. to one. Not a save situation. September 16th against Pittsburgh. Edwin Diaz did get a save, but it was a five-out save. It was not at the start of the ninth that he came in. It was a nerve-wracking situation. Same thing. Next, next save that he had was in Milwaukee, so that was on the road. September 27th was the next time that he pitched at home, closing out a 6-4 loss because the Mets could not get him a lead. September 28th, the next day, Edwin Diaz called into the game. However, uh, that game was tied when he came in. So, uh, yeah, Mets wound up winning in 10, but Drew Smith was the winning pitcher. Um, You know, it was just uh, not a safe situation. Once again, October 2nd, Edwin Diaz pitched in Atlanta on the road. And October 4th, again, not in the ninth inning, Edwin Diaz was asked to and completed a four-out save. Jerry Seinfeld opened his big fat mouth and Timmy Trumpet was never heard from again in that situation where everybody was to have fun, to enjoy things, that start of the ninth inning, he killed it. And now, Edward Diaz is out, probably for the entire season. I hope you're happy, Jerry. Anytime you want to apologize, you're welcome to come on this show. But the first thing that you're going to have to say is, I am sorry that I killed the 2022 and 2023 Mets and ruined Edwin Diaz. Get his ass. I think that's enough to ask. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. So you're, I like this. You flipped it back around on Jerry, and maybe it's actually Jerry's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I do some stats for my job. I'm not, I'm not a sports stats guy. I'm not in that. But However, I do think maybe I could do some, some stats on like the Seinfeld index of like, how did they start performing after Jerry Seinfeld says something versus how many, how did they perform after <laughs> Timmy Trumpet? And we could do kind of like an analysis situation, which I'm sure someone has already done probably, but. Well, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, I certainly have seen him uh, do a comedians in cars, uh, drinking whatever uh, they drink with uh, Chris Rock. And he got slapped at the Oscars. That's true. Uh, so, and then apparently his special sucked, uh, which I, I didn't see it yet. And I'm disappointed to hear that because um, it, for, it sounded like he was just uh, taking the money and not really there with the jokes yet. Um, yeah. I read some transcripts, which I know is not like maybe the best way to experience a stand-up <laughs> show, but it sounded kind of. But you know what? Ugly. Somewhere in this room is a book uh, of Jerry Seinfeld stand-up. Because it's just a list of observations. <laughs> when I thought that was funny. I did a little less black there. That was uh, something. The, the funniest uh, thing to me about getting all head up about a closer entrance is that this is like, this is not a uniquely Edwin Diaz thing. 
Like, no, it's particularly cool, but this is like just a thing that happens. Like, this is a thing that people do in baseball. Um, uh, conveniently, right? Uh, Sergio Romo noted uh, undersized 20 bajillionth round draft pick turned uh, <laughs> World Series champion announced today that he's um, coming back so that he can retire with the Giants, which I think is fantastic. Before he was even really the closer, his walkout, like him coming into a game became a celebration. Like just yeah. because he's fun and everybody loved him and El Michon is a great fucking song. So yeah, you're going to, it was enjoyable. It was fun. Brian Wilson had jumped around, you know, Hell's Bells. Wait, Brian Wilson's song was Jump Around? It was Jump Around. Huh. Because before he was the closer, and when he was just kind of a weirdo, Brian Wilson told me uh, in an interview at Shea Stadium. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, when he was just a weirdo, before he was a famous weirdo. um, Uh, Right. He told me that he could levitate. What's up? Like, I asked him, like, what is something okay. that, like, not a lot of people know about you? And he said, I can levitate. He's like, come back tomorrow and I'll show you. Like himself, not other objects. Uh, hmm Holy shit. He's like, but I, why didn't I he do that? You guys, are in, you guys are in Milwaukee tomorrow. Uh, he's like, well, it's too bad, isn't it? Such a weird dude. Uh I love Brian Wilson and I love that Brian Wilson has sort of like, he, he came full circle where he was like endearingly weird. And then he got like uh, high on his own supply and got too weird and like too, too self-consciously weird. And then he stopped playing baseball and looped all the way back around where he's just weird in a very him weird way. And we're like, Oh, okay. You're cool. again." like, he shows up for, um, you know, the reunions and what have you at Giants games and stuff. And it's like, oh, hey, like, it's the weird guy. It's, he's just, like, fun again. I'd love to to be there for him and Barry Zito just hanging out and, like, talking about probably mushrooms. It, <laughs> probably <laughs> mushrooms, yeah. But I would absolutely, like, love to be a fly on the wall for that. That would be amazing. So... I, I guess Edwin Diaz did also pitch in the playoffs, but as we know, um, that didn't go well either. Um, playoffs, so, I've never heard of her. Um, we'll move away from the Mets because it's it's just it's bad news. And and I I asked Jesse to come on the show with a very specific uh, idea in mind because of his area of expertise, um, which is I. I I, I will just ask you to, to uh, yeah, uh, I'm not going to do a good job. So what is it? What, what do people do all day, Jesse? What do you do? I am a fish ecologist by trade. Um, I, I mostly do like on the stats side of it. Uh, in grad school, I was more hands-on with some, with some deep sea fish, which I was kind of my, my specialty, if you will. Uh, now I'm more focused on uh, salmon and trout. And also a sturgeon, she might be familiar with. Uh, you know what's mm-hmm. crazy? I was, I was, I was curious while you were talking about this. I looked up uh, best 
baseball walk-up songs of all time. And, mm-hmm. and I started reading these and then I scrolled down and then right when you like switch, like, you know, uh, segue to, to this section, my eyes fell upon the player's name, Mike Trout. Isn't that crazy? You, you have Indeed. discovered, you've, you've discovered our secret. And that so there's, is, is this like the, uh, I didn't know there were, I knew there were teams named after fish. I did not know there were players specifically named after fish as well, which is very, we are here, here today, this evening. Go ahead, Brett. <laughs> I would say, uh, on the subject, though, of Mike Trout, I feel very compelled to share with you that the other player for his franchise, the California Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, um, the other sort of most likely player to you will find on, like, these franchise leaderboards is Tim Salmon. Oh, my God. Are you yeah, serious? I, I hand to God, and it is one of my favorite, just random weird things about baseball that Trout and Salmon get to be Dang. next to, to each start other watching on baseball? all of these like franchise lists. What's going on there? It's, what is the deal with you know baseball players' names in general? I know can be can be pretty funny, especially like old timey names. Don't ask me to name a single example of that. Uh, but I didn't. That's I think my roommate told me that he's a real sports head i think I, that knowledge was like in my brain somewhere that there's a uh, was his name tim salmon tim salmon that's awesome dude and tim, tim salmon Ezra, that, that is why uh i i have asked you here because and there might be no answer to this in which case there might be a good answer to this <laughs> What fish should Shohei Otani uh, have named after him? Because oh, wow. if great Angels players are named fish, Shohei Otani mm-hmm. is a great Angels player. Probably better than Tim Salmon. I'm not ready to say better than Mike Trout, but certainly he pitches and Mike Trout does <laughs> not. Uh, in addition to hitting the ball many, many miles. Uh, perhaps we will see in a USA versus Japan game. Kienes Masmacho, Trout Otani. But what fish, like how how can we get a fish named, how can we get a fish to change its name to the Otani? There's the trout, there's the salmon. Uh, What fish should become the Otani? You're actually talking about changing the fish's name to the player's name. As opposed to changing uh, Shohei Otani's name into I'm a suggesting fish, that, that there is a that. fish in the ocean I love that. That, that deserves this honorarium. Okay, can yeah, I ask a few gonna... clarifying questions? Oh, please, um, please. Otani, could you give me – I'm familiar with uh, with him, but could you give me like a, a few descripting adjectives about like what type of – what stands out to you about his play style or even personality? Is he like you know bold? Does he have like – only one arm or something interesting like that. He has all of his uh, limbs. Just like anything that comes to mind. Okay. I mean, the most, like the most interesting thing about him is that he both pitches and hits. Okay. So he's versatile. So yes. like maybe like a salt, what, what uh, some sort of fish that uh, enjoys brackish water or can. I love where your head's at. Yes. Be found in, be found in both salt and fresh water. Right. In fact, uh, sturgeon will do this. Um, salmon are a lot of, Populations of salmon, at least not all salmon do this, but they actually, they grow up in the river. They're born in the river as little fry, and then they migrate to the ocean as they grow older. And then they spend their like 
teen and adult lives in the ocean and then they come back to the river so they kind of over the over the length of their career if you will they kind of arc back to where they started of course in the case of salmon uh, when they do that they go back to their home river through like magnetic homing and, and smell and stuff it's really cool and then they have uh they you know they reproduce they fertilize the eggs they spawn that's the technical term for it and then they promptly like their immune system shut down because they're all their energy spent and they just basically like rot to pieces and then they're dead. So they just kind of, they don't just die. Wow. They actually like shut down. If you look up the um, zombie salmon, the term uh, it's going to be gross, hmm. but it is interesting because you'll see like salmon still kind of swimming. Like the current is doing most of the swimming for them, but they're, they've stopped eating since they started migrating up to reproduce. They've uh, their immune system is completely <sighs> shut down because it's an energy. They're like, you're going to be dead soon. So why, you know, let's turn down. Right. The- why bother? Right. Um, but they literally become to like, like their scales start sloughing off. It's disgusting. Um, and the, but their corpses fertilize the entire surrounding ecosystems. It's actually very important to uh, the trees. Um, bears will scavenge them, of course. Um, yeah, it's actually really cool. What were we talking about? We were talking about uh, Otani. That's fascinating, though, because I knew that they like they spawned and then they died, but I didn't realize the like zombification of it. That's it's fascinating. hardcore. That's mm-hmm. fascinating. That yeah, it's, is it's really uh, uh, strange looking too. That to me sounds a little bit more wild. honestly like Vlad Guerrero Senior's career arc. <laughs> uh, he started in Montreal. He came to the Angels. He's you know a Hall of Famer really as an Angel, uh, but he returns uh, to Canada. You know he he has a little kind of that zombie time where he's with the Orioles and whatever. Uh, at the end of his career, but then returns to Canada as the proud father of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays. Um, so I, I think that that is a Vlad Would you Guerrero say he fertilized the ecosystem with kind of his his career's corpse? Would you there say? There you go. He did. He okay. fertilized the ecosystem. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. But in this case, you're talking about so Otani's still playing. He's not retired, of course. He is so, still playing. He's still, he's so we, we he's can't still, really use uh, that on metaphor. the young side. Yeah. Um, do we want to stick to strictly fish? Like a jellyfish, for example, is not a fish, but people sometimes call them a fish. Would you like to stick to strictly bony fishes, or are we including sharks in this, which are fish, but they are cartilaginous fishes? I feel like we can at least go shark cartilaginous that direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Further afield. I'm I'm more on the fence. I'm open to it, but I'm more on the fence. But I think sharks, absolutely, that's fair. Okay, good. cool, cool. Would you say he, uh, Otani is like, is he surprisingly small? Or, or like, is he small but very powerful, perhaps? No, he's pretty, he's tall. I think okay. he's actually surprisingly but he's not tall. Like, he is surprisingly tall, but he's not like overly, he's not like really like burly. He's not like a stringy. He's very tall. yeah. So, so somewhere between, like, kind of athletic, obviously, but not like a not a hulking, hulking figure, right? Okay, right. Um, um, notoriously mm. friendly. I'll put it that way. Friendly. Okay. 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 Friendly. Extremely. Seems like he's pretty funny too. Like he's and a lot of he does uh, seem pretty funny with like facial expressions too. He has a lot of like good. Um, there's there's a ton of pitching ninja gifts of just like him making faces at things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he, he has great reactions. Stuff. And, and also he friendly, can hit the ball in um, outer space. Okay, and he's yeah. also very powerful. also very strong. 
yeah. I will say as well, I am open to uh, cetaceans. I'm open. I'm open to a water mammal. Oh, sure. That okay. might yeah. be we could commonly, go here. commonly considered. I feel like we could go dolphin well as well. Okay. When when we say I, that he's friendly um, but still powerful, I think I have a few ideas there we can work with. Um, let me pull up some. Is there? I can I can type. I can send you guys links in this message thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with sturgeon at all? I am. Um, yes. You know how big they can get, I assume. Gigantic. Yeah. Yes, especially white sturgeon. Um, okay, so they're, sturgeon are actually quite. They're quite sweet. Um, I sent you a video of a guy catching a big ass sturgeon. I think I had um, no idea. I didn't know that they were like friendly. They're they're kind of like uh, so they 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 sit along the bottom most of the time and um, they can be quite long too. They're like sedan sized in some cases, uh, mm-hmm. at least lengthwise. Um, hundreds of hundreds of pounds. Um, they also can live like over a hundred years plus. Uh, so they're kind of like a really cool, ancient looking. Um, they're like a, a, a type of fish that is like, you don't see a lot of them anymore. Like they, people say they're like primitive or whatever. That's not really, we don't really use terms like that anymore. Cause it's, they've been evolving the same amount of time as everything else. Right. Um, it's just that they, you don't see a lot of sturgeon like things. In fact, they don't like have the same types of scales as other fish. They're very unique, but they're also like very kind of sweet. Like they're not going to hurt you unless you maybe startled one or something. I don't know how that would happen. Um, if you look up like, I'll find a close-up of one of their faces. They're kind of sweet looking. And they have See, like this chin. Is, just, hmm. This is very interesting to me because I grew up in Northern California. There used to be, I don't know if there still are, for a long time there was sturgeon fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Right, you know, in the town I, I grew up on and in, in the area. And so I was fascinated by them as a kid because there were, you know, there are fishing piers and stuff all the way around. But I was always like, I thought they were cool, but I always, you know, they're a little, um, they're huge. Mm-hmm. They're, they can be kind of intimidating that way. Oh, uh, yeah. If, if small me had known that they were like friendly, that would have been game over. I would have been yeah. all over that. All I over think that. if you didn't know what they look like, like you weren't familiar with them or didn't know much about them and you were swimming and you like came upon one, it would be terrifying because you, you would look like a car was about to eat you or something, but they are but like, they're mostly bottom feeders. Their mouth is on the underside of their body. They're not going to like do anything. Worst case, it would be like they tail whip you where you're trying to catch right, one and like they these the huge end. muscular tails could just wipe you out. But, um, does, uh, does Otani have any facial hair usually? No. Dang. Okay. Well, the sturgeon have like little barbels on their, on their chin for like sensing vibrations and stuff. So that would work out, but maybe we could like, Reach out I can to see him, him doing like a Stooges thing with his hand, like sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, he's. He said he was kind of goofy, right? Like he is kind of goofy. Yeah, he might be a bit of a joker. I'll say yeah. this about about sturgeon as well: uh, a confusing fish name, as illustrated mm. in the um, in the nineteen ninety eight feature film Deep Impact. Uh, oh wow! Which uh, which uh, features Robert Freeman Duvall. One? Yes, it is the Morgan Freeman one. Okay. Morgan Freeman is the president. Uh, right. And Robert Duvall is Captain Spurgeon Fish Tanner, uh, a veteran me? astronaut. I had totally <clears throat> forgotten about that. Are you for real? There is. I have, I've only oh, seen the, what is the other movie that's basically this? Good God. Armageddon. Uh, thank you. Armageddon, um, yeah. I've only seen Armageddon. They came out, 
yeah, came out the same summer. And that was the case for me as well until last week when I was in the barber chair uh, and <laughs> they had deep impact on in the barbershop. Um, and one scene that occurs is that Robert Duvall earnestly explains while in a spaceship uh, that has failed to uh, deflect a comet from uh, the Earth and, in fact, has made things worse because that is how things work in movies. And I'm not spoiling that they failed because the movie is called Deep Impact. Uh, <laughs> right. <clears throat> that's what it says on the tip. Wait, does Deep it? So the meteor hits them? Did they die yeah. at the end of that movie? Uh, oh, that's sick. Okay. I might uh, have to there's, check this there's out. A lot, there's a lot of dying in that movie. Oh, shit. Um, Robert Duvall earnestly explaining that uh, it it took, like, whatever, 15 minutes on his first day at the Academy uh or the first day of, uh, of base training or whatever it was that he was in uh, to get from Spurgeon to Sturgeon to fish. Spurgeon. And that, that was why his name was fish. Okay. Why his nickname was fish. Okay. This movie Spurgeon. was entirely too long. Oh, what's the runtime here? I'm on the Wikipedia page. I'm checking it like, out. I feel like I, minutes, I, I yeah. walked out of the barbershop like, oh, I'll catch the rest of this later. And I looked at it. I was like, Wow there's still like way more stuff that happens after this that like, it's not just that like the asteroid, the, the comet hits and everybody dies. There's like survival and there's like Taya Leone has oh. like a whole thing with her estranged father for some reason. She's the okay. MSNBC anchor who everybody oh. in the world trusts more than anybody else. I might have to watch this. This is crazy. It's- I'm on the- I thought you were going to say you spent 120 minutes, one minutes at the barber's chair. I was like, that sounds like hell to me. That is terrifying. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hate getting. I think it was about. I, I think my barber appointments are about 40 because they do hair. Okay. It's a haircut, and they they will work on the uh, the beard, mm-hmm. uh, keep that under some form of control. But yeah, I was like, wow. I thought I had seen this because nope. Nope, nope. It's uh, this is a comet. Armageddon is a meteor. That's a big difference. Um, wow. Yeah, that is just a critical difference. That's it, I did not know. It, that it is, however, a similarity survived. that both movies uh, had way too much plot. <laughs> I'm gonna watch this. Uh, I'm looking at this Wikipedia page and how long the plot is. And I'm also looking at this guy's name being Sturgeon. Sorry, Captain Spurgeon Fish Tanner. Elijah Wood as Leo Biederman, a teenage astronomer. Mm-hmm. James Cromwell. My God. John Favreau. This is an incredible cast. I Elijah Wood's were in this movie. Elijah Wood's girlfriend, who uh, while I was in the barber chair, he's uh, running away from the safety of the uh, whatever. Uh, to get back to her, Lily Sobieski as uh, Sarah Hotchner, the girlfriend of Leo. Lily mm. Sobieski. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. This, uh, this is okay. just a spectacular late 90s collection of talent here. In- including I didn't realize very that brief. Uh, yeah. She's literally, an, 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 a Taya Leone is literally an MSNBC journalist in the movie. They didn't do like mm-hmm. fake news organization. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Oh, not, e- not even like a CSPNBC huh. where it's like clearly, I love it. I love it. Not even going to file the numbers off. At least this movie, I presume, does not have Aerosmith, which I think sucks. And I, I don't like Armageddon for that reason. That um, song in particular sucks. Yes. 
Yes. I, I'm not going to debate the entirety of Aerosmith's catalog. Um, Cause I think it's, it's pretty varied. Yeah. It's a lot of soft cheese and soft like, shit, but if, uh, yeah, I'm indifferent to that song, but I just, and nobody wanted to hear it again after a while. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was yeah. too much. Aerosmith has a movie that's too long. I think. And that place is Boston, uh, particularly <laughs> on a radio, uh, on some three day weekend, like Aerosmith playing on a, you know, in a park in Boston feels, uh, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also hate the song Love in an Elevator. And those are like the only two songs that I can think oh, of right wow. now. I know there's so many more Aerosmith songs, but right now no, I'm thinking of those two another, and I hate them both. Yeah, that's another one of those songs that was like, just, it was too much. It was very much everywhere at well, a certain point. And it was like, I It is I don't too much it. because he's like, get it up when you're going down. You can't, like, you can't. Yeah. One or the other, dude, you're either like. <laughs> Figure out like, you're in an elevator too. You can't be like, you know, it, I don't know. They're Getting like the tummy uncomfortable there. feeling when you when you go yeah. down too fast in an elevator, and you're like, oh, like, that doesn't <laughs> speak to me as like <laughs> very like hot or anything. <laughs> also mildly claustrophobic, so that doesn't help. I assume. Yeah. Also, also does not make it seem enjoyable. Oh. So Shohei Otani uh, as a fish. Oh, right, yes. I'm still thinking. I'm still racking my brain here. I think sturgeon is is pretty good, but there's like plenty of fish that have like goofy looking faces on them. Um, but crucially, he seems he sounds friendly, so that something like a piranha is obviously not going to work. Do we have like an opposite? What is like the spiritual opposite to a Shohei Otani? And I can find that person's fish maybe, and that would maybe help oh, us triangulate it even more. Spiritual opposite. Oh God! Wow. Mm. Who's the biggest stick in the ass on Team USA? <laughs> I was just gonna say. So, who is like angry and not interesting and kind of mediocre? Mm-hmm. Like, is Max Muncy available? Max Muncy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that, another name that's funny to me. That I don't know why. A, Max Muncy. It is funny. That was also uh, probably a very specifically me dig to get it on him. I mean, immediately Officer Brian McCann comes to mind, but he is retired now, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, Officer Brian McCann is definitely a good, a good, uh, good thought, though. Okay, googling Brian McCann. Is, why, is is he a cop? What is the officer? No, he's the he's, fun police. He's, yeah, okay. he's just got a very cop attitude. Uh, I was worried that this was like a nickname that was given to like full on people call him officer or something, which is terrifying. I don't know. <laughs> no, that was... Although, who just, knows? Maybe just us. Although we can make it stick. Although it's sure. a little late now. I mean, I'm going to start saying it, even though I don't. I've already forgotten this guy's <laughs> name. Brian McCann. Okay. Okay. It's funny, um, okay. the guys I keep thinking of who are sort of the most accurate are ones who are not playing anymore. Like, you know who Shoei Otani's you know who Shoei Otani's spiritual opposite is? Hmm. Guy who just went to Japan. Trevor Bauer. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. Guy who has yep. been run out of America. Yep. Thank God. Oh, wow. Yep. Can you give yep. me some, what happened with this guy? Oh, well. Trevor sexual Bauer. assault. Oh, Jesus Allegations. Christ. Okay, in that case, yeah. I have a great fish. 
There are there are a lot of rapist animals out there. So are you familiar? Yeah, well, I just yeah, mean in terms yeah, of general important. sliminess and disgust. Uh, <laughs> are you, you're probably familiar with a hagfish. Oh yeah, we heard okay. of such a thing. They're um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of like uh, these like jawless. They look like eels basically, but they they can secrete a lot of mucus in general. So, if, for example, I think if you put one in a bucket full of water, like it quickly coagulates all of the water into like a slime. It's an escape mechanism or whatever to just like make everything disgusting. And then fuck off or whatever, um, but yeah, they they're generally like scavengers. And fuck off. That's exactly it. That sounds like what happened. Maybe um, they can also, yeah. when they're feeding on like the corpses of whales or something at the bottom of the ocean, they can um, tie themselves into knots to gain leverage to like rasp off um, whale flesh. I'm sorry, this is disgusting, yeah. but tie um, themselves. It's wonderful. Knots. No, it's perfect. This is okay. Perfect. This is so perfect. Uh, there's also the that one parasitic fish. That peep, there's always um I always forget its name. It was on River Monsters, and it was uh there were always like folk legends about it, like swimming up your uh, if you're peeing in the river, it might like yes. bore oh, into your heart. skin or like go up your um like you know like your orifices, I've, if you will. I've Urethra. seen that episode of River yes. Monsters. Yes, I don't know that that's been like confirmed ever, but it is definitely a thing that people. Uh, say. Um, so just generally like also, an unpleasant, horrible thing. Yeah. As far as I that goes, that was what comes to mind to me. River Monsters for a moment. Yes. Because River Monsters is just delightful, delightful So good. So, so good. good. Does, does this have any um, useful, like, real-world impact on, like, how you should conduct yourself in a river? Mm. Um, like, if if you've got a pee in a river, should you just go out and, like, you know, hit up a tree on the riverbank? Or is it okay if you've oh, got like, should you you be know, concerned a suit about on? This? I think you're totally fine for multiple reasons. One, it's the, uh, this fish is like an Amazonian Amazonian fish. And you guys, as far as I know, you don't live near the Amazon. Um, also, even there, I think you're probably, I think you're, you're probably more, you should be more concerned about like leeches and stuff than specifically mm-hmm. the, like the urethra fish or the, I think they were saying it bites toes. I don't know if that one's true. Um, but generally uh, I'm terrified of leeches, frankly. I think they're disgusting. No. Yeah. Um, they freak me out. Yeah. I don't, I've never actually had, um, I've never been I've, leached. I've had them. It's mm. unpleasant, mm. but like also kind of cool for a minute. <laughs> um, cause nope. you're like, or nope. at least I was like, huh, weird that it's on me and it doesn't even really hurt. Oh, um, so nasty. Oh yeah. What is no. that? Oh. oh God, it's a leech. No. Oh no. I actually don't know the strategy no. to like remove them. I'm sorry if this is gross. I just is there like a you like put out a cigarette on them or something? That's what you do in Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, I believe, if anyone's played that game. But that's also a video game. Yeah, do you do you pour salt on them? I feel like that would work because they're I feel like that would work. They're, they're not slugs, but the similar concept. Yeah. yeah. Like the uh the thin skin membrane that if you Put salt on it. I can imagine that dehydrating them or something nasty. Well, I've I've typed "get rid of" into Google, uh, and it has given mm-hmm. me these suggestions: uh, hiccups, fruit flies, double chin. To which I say, <laughs> "Get bent, Google." <laughs> that is quite a I have this beard. You can't even tell about my chin. Get rid of weak hands. <laughs> Gotta clear those cookies or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 
how to oh that is i don't i i will just read the text um locate the head and mouth leech's head is smaller and slimmer than the rest of the body pull the skin under the leech taut stick a fingernail underneath the mouth flick the mm-hmm. leech the way clean the wound bandage the wound oh. To flick it is basically what I mean. <laughs> just literally just, flick just it. Just try okay. it off. Yeah. Like just, the, the, what the answer we're getting here. Okay. Uh, I, well, that's well, The salt, I suppose, yeah. is is not going to help you. Uh, also, Nothing there with the don't. salt thing. <sighs> it, it's not like yeah. one of those you well, pee on. I don't, I don't think that's true for anything, actually. They're like, you have to piss on my jellyfish wound or whatever. I don't think that's true. Is that like a wives' tale thing? I believe so. I think you could just like... Um, but Joey Tribbiani uh, stepped up. Joey did. Wait, Joey Tribbiani. I know who that is. That's the Friends guy. Yes. <laughs> right? Okay. I was like, yeah. is that a baseball man? Yes. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. Who is a baseball or... man? He is a baseball Matt man, a baseball though, man. Matt LeBlanc. Did he play baseball? Uh, no. I mean, yes, sort of. Not professionally. Uh, but he was in the 1996 comedy family movie Ed. Oh wow! Which uh, yeah, I forgot about Ed. Oh, with the chimp, with the chimp, with the chimp. he's high fiving the chimp. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, wow. That's going on my list as well with deep impact. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was better than it has any right to be. It, it, the movie Ed. Yeah, which is I sure a, a low bar. I think that the bar here is better than Dunstan checks in. <laughs> yeah, I mean low bar. Wow, didn't know we'd be but coming after a Duncan. You watch it with your children and not want to die. I mean, that's, uh... <laughs> I just I looked at the budget for Ed. Do you want to guess the budget for the movie Ed? Oh god, what was this like? Nineteen ninety-six or something, probably. Uh, ninety-six. Yes, nice. Ninety-six. Okay. Oh god. I'm going to say uh, $17 million. Yeah, I was okay. thinking 20 so we're in the same ballpark. 24, $24 million. Okay, so not Sorry, bad. Sorry, $24. <laughs> $24. Uh, oh, box office was $4 million. I could have saved $7 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are saying this is the worst movie ever. That can't be true. Come on. See, that's the bar. It's not the worst movie ever. No way. No way. That movie is another sports movie, Harvard Man. Wow. Harvard Man. Why do I feel like I should know this movie, but I definitely I... don't? Well, it stars film. Adrian Grenier as a uh, Harvard basketball player. Mm, His teammate okay. is Ray Allen, an actual NBA legend. Wow. Okay. There's a really weird scene where... Um, they harp they they kind of make light of uh the stereotypes about black people not being able to swim uh, as ray allen jokes about going to swim practice oh jeez wow wait is this the 2001 i think we're looking at two different harvard man movies Eric Stoltz Mine is very much in the movie as an organized crime figure or a cop oh, or both god I'm in like Wikipedia. Oh no, you're right. We are in the same movie. Okay, I Eric see Eric Stoltz. Stoltz. I saw this movie. Have Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar. Gellar. with me. Wow. 
What yeah, is Sarah this? Michelle Geller is uh, a a a a mob daughter. Oh what? my god! Adrian Grenier, <laughs> wow, incredible, miserable. Al Franken as himself. That's okay. Also, but this I is a himself in, in a scene involving psychedelic drugs. Come on. Amazing. I have to say, on if you're Joey Lauren Adams, how do you go from chasing Amy to this movie in the span of a few short years? That's tragic. She's oh, not good tough. in it either. Well, I mean. <laughs> uh, she was in nothing, Days and Confused. Nothing about it was good. I mean, Ray Allen went from uh, he got game to this. Yeah, that's uh, there's, there's a lot happening like, here with right, this movie. Like, I, I kind of think that's what happened to Ray Allen's acting career. Is that like people are like, "Ooh, Ray Allen, he can, he, he got game. He just he got some acting chops." Right. And then, then he did this movie. Happened. Wow. I'm assuming this is an error, but it says on the Wikipedia page, it says the budget was 5.5 million, but the box office was fifty six thousand dollars. <laughs> is that that seems? <laughs> An order of magnitude too low, even for like the worst movie ever. Like Ed made more than that shit. Ed made four million beans. God, but I really wanted I saw to it through. in the East Village with my roommate at the time, and the theater was almost entirely empty. So, oh. so you were maybe like a full percent or two of this film's like uh, earnings was was maybe you guys. Yeah. And we went to see it specifically because of being Ivy League alums who had an interest in basketball. We were both at the at the college newspaper at Penn, um, which today fired up the alumni group chat. And it's embarrassing enough uh, being an alum of a school that has produced uh, multiple Trumps um, and Oof. assorted other horrible people. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, there's good things about it. I made a lot of friends there and, uh, we get to hate Princeton more than fucking anybody. So, um, this text comes in and I'm, I'm not going to name names because that's, there's no point to it, but this person <laughs> became a, a journalist of renown and like had, you know, has had a career in the field and, uh, I, people people trust this person as, you know, a, a source of truth in the world. He writes... <clears throat> where is it? Oh, I'm in the wrong text. That's the problem. Uh, Maybe this is wrong, but I find myself excited for Princeton. Could stop right there. Maybe this is wrong. Yeah, I, my reaction, my I typed immediately, oh, fuck no, in all caps. Um, <laughs> he's been appropriately roasted, but it, it's a chilling thing in the world uh, to know that, like, somebody who's maybe excited for Princeton basketball, it, ew, this person has influence on real world issues, <laughs> like, Fish. We should go back to the fish. <laughs> I got very distracted. Oh, it's everything. It's so terrible. And Shohei Otani is great. Oh, that's true. 
I was thinking about so, how I have a some kind of psychic grudge against Arizona for reasons I don't fully understand. But then also hmm. Princeton has like Ted Cruz alumni. So I guess it's just me stacking up who sucks from both schools and then I'm like, well, I don't really Although I think we can I think we can all make fun of Princeton, right? Oh yeah. I don't see why oh, yeah. we can't make fun of Arizona as well. Uh hey. Damn, I'm sorry. Okay. Who who's note the most notable Arizona alum and is it um Sandra Bullock's character in Speed? <laughs> That's probably it. That is probably it. Actually, I'm turning around. I think Arizona, I'm kind of upset about it now. Good for you, Arizona. Great movie. Great actress. All right. I had to pull it up. Notable alumni. Steve Kerr. Okay. Okay. Savannah, Savannah Guthrie. Hmm. She could be played by Taya Leone in a movie, apparently. Okay. You no, said Trump was from your alma mater? of the East Coast. I thought huh? Trump was... Is, what, did you say Trump was uh, was Penn? Trump is a pen guy, yeah. Is that so? I don't know where I thought he went, but I don't uh, think I thought it was that. Jesse, I do have unfortunate news, though, about uh, University of Arizona. Kurt Busch, also an Arizona alum. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Eh. Eh. Like, there, I mean, there are worse. You, you said you said Kurt Busch, and I had to process for a second. I, was like, <laughs> I thought all those boys went to Yale. <laughs> it's, this uh, is beer bush, uh, right? Nick Not um, oh shit. Okay. Beer spelling uh, NASCAR driver. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I I appreciate the the Bush brothers because um, <laughs> I don't like them, but it's kind of the same thing as Max Verstappen. They're not as proficient, um, and they're not you know like uh as as efficient or as polished in the role either but like they're not pretending to be good guys right? <laughs> uh, i will say it it is just like a very much a who's who of, of athletes though because obviously arizona what else are they known for really richard um, jefferson although, yeah although also jerry Bruckheimer. oh wow this is a very national very treasure. Good, so, national treasure jerry Bruckheimer. Jenny said but that's also Armageddon, so we got to hold that against. Oh him. shit, that's Arm. Wasn't that Michael Bay? That's two different. These are like the same guy. They me. work together. So, they are remarkably but, similar. Okay, aren't? Isn't? I mean, also Armageddon. Armageddon. That's a... The Bruckheimer. What he? What's he up to these days? Yeah, I'm gonna feel bad if he's passed on. Surely he has not. Jerry Bruckheimer. Did you mean Jerry? we started watching the National Treasure show? Um, wow, believe it's that not very is good. not what I thought Jerry Bruckheimer looked like. Holy shit, me neither. What? That's he, not. Him. He looks like he looks like Willem Dafoe almost. He does look like Dafoe. Dafoe. <laughs> I was gonna say Ray Fines. Ray um, Fines. Ray Fines. Yeah, Armageddon. They, no, you're oh, right. Jerry Jerry Bruckheimer also co-founder and majority owner of the Seattle Kraken. Good for him. Political party Republican. What? Jerry, you're telling me a Republican made national treasure? (laughs) There doesn't really seem like personal life. Let's see. Uh Philanthropic entities. Oh, he gave fun. He donated to John McCain. 
And okay, so he's not quite the same, you know, different flavor. Yeah, yeah that's whatever. So, yeah. All right, he's, I, yeah, he's a, wow. He's from Michigan originally. I don't know. The I Michigan think if he was a fish, sharp. he would be sharp. What about Mike Carp? I have nothing really to back him up. Mike Carp? Also a carp. Mm-hmm. There's actually a ton of different types of carp. In fact, goldfish are like very carp adjacent. They're basically carp. Uh, a lot of things are carp. Also a very fun looking fish, just generally. Fascinating. Um, well, you now I can't stop thinking of who is a, who is what fish. That's going to follow the me for the rest of Carp come out of the life. woodwork and then the carp enter. <laughs> That would work better, is it? No, I think it works fantastic. It took me some medium casting. Kind of rattled through my brain tissues. Uh, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. Do we? I still like sturgeon. Of a hagfish, I do kind of like sturgeon still. Yeah, I think sturgeon works here. I'm trying to think of like another like very docile um, f- fish that is also like very powerful. Like I, I would I would say catfish for this. Like I have a few catfish at home. Um, they're a quarry catfish. They're like very tiny and they're very like very sweet, very cute. Uh, but they don't have like well, any, as much athleticism. Well, there's so many different types of catfish. So let me show you a picture of a quarry catfish, of which there are many types of those quarry catfish. Um. These guys are absolutely precious. Um, for the listener, it is spelled C-O-R-Y. It's short for Corydorus, which is their like larger name. Why are you not pasting? Here we go. They're very sweet. Um, but I don't think they have like the athleticism that you were trying to also kind of incorporate here. That is an adorable fish, though. Aren't they, aren't they nice? They have little barbels too, like a little mustache. So I think you'd want, uh, if you wanted to do that for a baseball player, you would get somebody with a really nice mustache. And I think yeah, Randy yeah. Johnson has a mustache. Is that correct? Randy Johnson did have an excellent mustache. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Um, ooh, what about <laughs> a, okay. 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 So there's a lot of fish in the, like the open ocean type fish, like your big, we call them high performance fishes. Like they're basically like the sports cars of fishes. Um, things like uh, yellowfin tuna. <laughs> that is that is I've heard that many times. It's uh, spectacular. They're very like uh, so like a yellowfin tuna or a bluefin tuna are like hundreds and hundreds of pounds, um, mm-hmm. and they're like all muscle almost. And their their whole life is just like swimming continuously long ass distances and like doing sprints to eat stuff. They're very badass, very hardcore. So I'm thinking that like that works for an athlete, but there's not, I'm trying to think of one of those that is kind of like also a little uh, cute is the wrong word, but like friendly, you know, vibes like the sturgeon. Uh, But then we get into our sharks and there's plenty of sharks that are not, I mean, most sharks are not like the ruthless killers that you should be afraid of. Um, Except if you see a white tip oceanic shark and you're floating in the ocean, you're dead. I'm sorry. You're toast. Um, Those are the ones that will come after you in a shipwreck. And eat you. Um, yeah, I know. Um, eels. I'm looking is at that, Wikipedia page for fish. Mm-hmm. Would getting eaten by a shark be a really terrible death, though? Or is it like yes. just kind of chomp and 
Like, if if you just get chomped, are you going into shock, like, immediately? Like, the shark just, like, big enough shark to, like, just saw you in half. You're gone. Mm-hmm. Sharks or, are really interesting this way because a lot of fish are will just swallow their prey whole. Like, that's just how they work. And so if you're a fish and you're trying to eat a smaller fish, it has to basically fit inside your mouth or else you can't eat it. Um, but sharks are interesting because they – what's that? Why do they have all the teeth? <laughs> Sometimes the teeth are just for rather like grabbing something to hold on to it maybe or like inch it further back down the gullet. Um, but some <laughs> of the tall. larger fish – yeah. Some of the larger fish and the more like the high-performance fishes as well as some of the sharks have like big-ass shredding jaws. So it's like a shark – will not necessarily just swallow you in one bite. It'll do this thing. Where it'll grab you and like shake you and then swim away while you bleed out. And then oh, God. You know, kind of shake little parts off of you, or they'll do like a death roll kind of deal where they grab a portion of you and then twist. So it kind of yanks it off. I'm sorry. This is, I'm very nasty, I'm but convinced I don't want to be eaten by a shark. If it helps, I think you would. Um, so this is like a really dark example. So I'm sorry. I'm giving you like the really, the darkest shit ever, but like, <laughs> I think there's a famous shipwreck in World War II. I think the Indianapolis, maybe, where the ship got sunk. I think it was an American ship. a shipwreck in Indianapolis in World no, War II? No, that's the name of the ship. God, the, yeah, if your ship, if your ship crashes in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, you are screwed. Uh, but I yeah, believe there was like a bunch of... <laughs> it's like the, the largest scale shark attack, I think, recorded ever because it was a bunch of uh, American sailors that were, and this would suck ass. Like this is probably one of the worst ways to die of like floating around a, a sinking, sinking, burning ship. And with Let's your go Mets. Um, <laughs> at nighttime, no less. So you're treading water at nighttime and you can't really see everyone and all the scattered stuff. People are screaming and like you might, you know, people reported hearing like someone, five people over just going Whoa, and getting dragged under the water and then they're just gone. Oh, and then God. you just have to wait and wait and wait and hope that you're not one of the ones that just gets yoink. Um, and I believe that was white oceanic white tip sharks, which is why wow. I say, fuck that noise. Those are terrifying. Now, most sharks are absolutely not interested. Like a sandbar shark near a coral reef is not going to do anything to you usually, like unless you provoke it or something or if it's desperate. I don't know. Um, that, I'm not. I'm not a shark expert per se, but that is my... At least my understanding. Um, oceanic white tips are. I'll send you a picture here. I they've got a cute little white fin that they will kill you. I'm I'm trying not to imagine, but I can't help but imagine the awfulness of the smell of that, with like the combination mm-hmm. of fuel and death and. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, I sent yeah, you a link. Have- it's like just not working. So here's another one. That's a lot of characters. Yeah, I don't know why it's that is crazy. That is crazy. Oh, because it's like data dot image. Like, okay, there we go. Yeah, I'm doing the Stephen A. Smith thing of like posting, y'all take a look at this or whatever he said. <laughs> it's just like the dot yeah, JPEG like, or whatever. That's like the cliche big scary shark. Mm-hmm. Like when Not you good. think and about they, like, I think oh, they'll show up to they'll they'll show up to these situations or or uh you know, like a whale carcass in like huge numbers. So oh, you know, God. there'll be like so they like to tens party. And tens of them. They sure do. Because basically the open ocean where they move through is basically like the equivalent of a desert in the sense that there's not a lot of cover to hide. It's a huge wide open area and there's little pockets right. of food. And so you have to be very good at um, traveling long distances. And when if you do see food that you can eat, like you better 
gosh darn it, you better eat it because that might be the last meal you see in a while. Um, which is why you see a lot of like big tunas that can just swim forever and ever and ever because any any interaction you have that's something you want to eat, it's not like a sprinting competition that you have to win if you want to eat something. Whereas in like right. a coral reef, everything's that's why the fish in the coral reef are so flat and like disc shaped because it's like a paddle for high maneuverability, it's places to hide. Whereas if you put that fish in the open ocean, they're fucked because they're not built like a like a wahoo. You ever seen a wahoo? I have. Gorgeous fish, there's delicious. A, there's also. a baseball team. There is uh, a dear a dear friend of mine used to work for the Wahoos. Are you serious? Yes, they're the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. That's that is awesome. I think Wahoo might be my favorite marine fish for real. They are very cool. Yeah, they're very like torpedo shaped, camouflaged. Like those will probably very good at eating other fish. Gorgeous creatures. Yeah, they're they're very cool. I'm a I'm a fan of that kind of fish, though. Well, like a barracuda is is similar looking vibes. Pensacola blue wahoos logo. Yeah, that's awesome. I want to get a shirt from them. Are they? Uh, they're in Florida, duh. Okay, answer my own question. Yeah, remembering what yeah, Pensacola they're, is. They're in they're they're in Pensacola, which is on the northern panhandle. Of Florida, like south oh, of the wow. Georgia, Alabama border, and they are definitely the shirt of the Miami Marlins, keeping with the uh, the fish. Thing. Nice, nice. Talking about a athletic fish. To the Western Panhandle as the Northern Panhandle is that what I'm hearing? Northern Florida in the Panhandle. Okay, it's Western I, Florida I, when, now. Regards the ocean. Yes, it is. It is west of the rest of Florida. But Western Florida isn't really a thing. Northern Florida is a thing. Right. But when, when you said Northern Panhandle, um, what I was thinking was like, because like, the, I'm not making, I'm not even making fun of Florida here for once. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, no, no, we are not uh, interchanging Western and Northern. Because honestly, New York does. Um like the MTA, where, where you know, you you will hear of like a northbound E and F train that is really going east because it's referring to like the main, like the direction that it goes in Manhattan is north and south, but like most of that route is east west or you know. Gotcha. No, yeah, no, just northern Florida or the Panhandle. Okay. It is a Panhandle, but the rest of the state is not really pan shaped. What's that about? You know what I mean. It's yeah, America's it's Wang, as Homer Simpson uh, told us. <laughs> that's is. right. That's true. That's true. But if you were to hold it like and try to fry an egg on that thing, it doesn't make any sense. So no, it, yeah, it wouldn't work well. What would you do? That that is an interesting pan. It's more like a beaker <laughs> handle. Like a, it's like a very long. Louisiana's holding a set of tongs. <laughs> holding a set of tongs. It it is. You could almost squint and make it work as one of those like the sort of skinny rectangular Japanese omelet pans. Oh, true. Yep. Yeah. It's a specialty pan for sure. Yeah, it's a special. Yeah, Just... it's it's not like an everyday skillet kind of pan. It's a specialty. I'm gonna have to get one Unlike of those. Actually, those are pretty sick. The pan. The, They're uh, sick. The Tennessee pan that is held by the Mississippi River State's chef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've, you've, I, I'm 
describing an image that I think we've all seen. I hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, it's like all a guy. The states, uh, yeah. Yeah. Looks like a guy in Tennessee is the pan and uh, Kentucky is the uh, the lid. And then there's Mar- the United Obama, States. Which, uh, it's just there. Got a little sliver. The Illinois is cool. Colorado it, looks, uh, it looks like, I don't know. It looks like that, you know, kind of a good state shape, I think. Yeah. Square ish, but I not square. Nice. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I like a rectangular, but not fully squared off state. Like that's not a, ri- something that's not a ridiculous shape, but that isn't like a Dakota where it's like, that's just a square. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel about slightly rectangular, but you know, one kind of curved corner, but then truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those in the wild? Is that? Oh yeah. Okay. I have. I have. That's, I'm still, that still has never happened to me and I cannot believe it. I can't say it's happened often, but I have. That's awesome, dude. When is, all right, this, this is the product that we need to make is, like a license plate holder that has the shape of Alabama and then give it the truck nuts as truck nuts. Hanging mm-hmm. off the state of Alabama. Hanging off the license plate. Yeah. Is that like a man-made Island in that case? Like how are you, you're actually making in real space truck nuts. Like you're making yeah, like an a- Island shaped like truck nuts. We will we will three D print this uh, and get it. Uh, I love it. Rigged up with uh, maybe some PVC pipe and uh, yeah. clear clear wires. Um, we yeah, saw a lot of things at willitspen dot com. I have no idea how we would do that. Uh, you guys don't sell truck nuts. Do you not have a proprietary? It's truck not nuts? in the catalog. Um, and to, to date, we have not expect, we've not uh, received any uh, inquiries about our lack of truck nuts in the merch store. Mm. Um, Could I file that now, or should I email you <laughs> with my formal request? Yeah, I you can do you it. Can, phone. Send an email. If, you, yeah, that I'll, means you're going to have to now. Now you have to contact like a wholesale dealer. You <laughs> 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 have to email like a trucknuts.biz or something for their. <laughs> Commercial rates. I'm so good. sorry. Oh God! You can. This episode of Willits Pod has been brought to you by <laughs> AlabamaTruckNuts.com. AlabamaTruckNuts.com. Not a website. I'm actually going to pay for the domain name of. Uh, mm-hmm. You can try one of the many others, such as BigDumper.xyz. <laughs> BigDumper.xyz. Because I had twelve dollars. That's right. Dang, Dang you snagged it? I thought... Oh, Jesse, Somebody else had BigDumper.com, but I thought XYZ was the way to go. XYZ is perfect, and it does remind me that I need to get some Big Dumper merch before I go to Seattle next. <laughs> for business, I should I should add. For business, it's important that I mm-hmm. have my uh, my my business uh, yoga pants with the Big jump Dumper across the back. Oh my uh, god, I need in that. My, in my suitcase when I... Yeah, so uh, we, we've decided that Shohei Otani is possibly uh, should have the not that Shohei Otani should should be renamed the Spurgeon, but that um, Spurgeon. See, this is why the movie messed this you up. Yeah. The movie messed I, me up. The movie messed I think you up. It's messed up. There was also the NFL quarterback Spurgeon Win, who didn't even spell it like a sturgeon, but like had 
just an E in there. No what shit. Also spelled win wrong, like the casino guy. Um, could huh. see he also, you know, he didn't win a lot either. So it's, uh, uh, so yeah, Sturgeon is out. It is now the Otani, which is, uh, <laughs> the, the other ending I, that I was hoping for there was that we couldn't find a fish and that mm-hmm. uh, we, we would have to decide that Joey Otani would go where no fish can survive. And that is the waters of Flushing Bay, uh, <laughs> in between City Field and LaGuardia Airport. Oh no. And, Speaking of awful aquatic smells, if if you want to walk by, it's it's the World's Fair Marina. It is like the saddest thing that it smells like Man. jet fuel all the time. Um, it's, that's bad. And, and you know, there's various birds there that I I think uh, have developed immunity to the various uh, pollutants or are dying very quickly. Um, but they're city birds, so I think that they have so, like there's other places they can go. It's not like they're trapped in this water. They're flocking to grab mm-hmm. whatever garbage out of Flushing Bay, um, and and garbage out of Flushing Bay will be what Jerry Seinfeld is <laughs> when they fish him out after I toss him in there if he doesn't make things right. Yes, get his ass. Just <laughs> bring this full circle. There we garbage go. out of flushing uh, bay. It's, uh, it sounds like my freaking toilet. I guess I don't know. I like yours better. I'm sorry. There we go. That's uh, just sorry. I'm, just, the I'm on the I'm on the Wikipedia page real quick, and there's a whole section yeah. of for for flushing bay. Just like there's a whole section devoted to pollution, which is never a good sign for your local water water body. So with sentences oh, like I'll say, though the promenade was reopened in 2001, the rotten egg smell remained. That's I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. You got to deal with that. Well, um, uh, wow. you can't smell it at the stadium, so that's good. There, because there's a whole highway in between. Um, <laughs> also, adding to the pollutants and general uh, chicanery <laughs> of the entire deal. Um, it also, telling that Flushing Bay, uh, not even really rating as far as polluted areas of New York go when there's. Uh, multiple super fun sites that you could rattle off uh, just mm-hmm. from the top of my head, Newtown Creek, Gowanus Canal, um, the Red Hook area where uh, near the Ikea, where my high school baseball field was. And when I went to the Ikea and said, Oh, my high school baseball field was over here and I drove over and there's a fence closing off the entire field complex. And uh, it, it, has epa logos and says super fund on it jesus so, christ um i i will i feel uh, like super fund the... is one of those names too that like we could have done better than that because mm-hmm. it just sounds a little mm-hmm. cool and then you realize when you first find out what it means you're like oh that's not super at all in fact that's terrible <laughs> yeah completely blindsided with what that word means versus yeah, what yeah. it looks mm-hmm. like yes totally agree but also, um, having played my high school baseball there um, has given me the superpowers necessary to take on Jerry Seinfeld in this fight mm-hmm. at the banks of the Flushing Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If if he's you know if he's willing to show his face there, which uh, maybe he shouldn't. Maybe Jerry ought to stay in California where he belongs. Sit this one out, maybe Jerry. No offense. No offense, hey. Britt. Southern yes, California, yes. where he belongs. Okay, okay. I think we don't want him either. 
Giants have enough problems. We Stay in Hollywood, Seinfeld. <laughs> Don't come back. Uh, you guys, though, do do come back, please. Um, oh, absolutely, listeners and uh, guest and and co-host. Um, I really particularly hope that this episode has not alienated the person who's on this show every week. Um, that would be incredibly weird. That would be awkward. Um, but that is the that is the anxiety that we deal with as the person who uh, hits the start button and the stop button, and I am now going to hit the stop button as uh, as the music plays us out. Um, I'm Jesse from the internet. Uh, thank you to Jesse from the internet, and anytime. Uh, and thank you, thank you to Brit as well. And uh, shit, Jesse, wait, no, before we go, uh, stop the music, stop the music, stop the music, um, or don't, Matt. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, Turn the music uh, up. Yeah, crank it up. Uh, crank up the narco if you want to. I already broke that copyright problem. Yeah. If uh, if Timmy Trumpet's listening, I've spent the entire time defending your honor, so don't sue us. Um, Jesse, where else could the people find oh, you shit. on the internet? Oh man, I'm so glad you brought this up because I forgot. I should. Uh, I have a. I have a. Speaking of, I can't believe I didn't think of this. Speaking of horrible stories of pollution, uh, I've been working on a a podcast about. Uh, horrible stories of pollution it's called sludge fest it's on uh it's free all the science episodes are free um i was thinking about doing some goofier bonus content to kind of outweigh like the really depressing dog shit that i've been researching um our first episode was on that horrible train disaster in east palestine ohio um second episode i'm trying to get out by this weekend is actually about uh spoiler alert those forever chemicals PFAS, if you're familiar, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like in all the water and shit. Um, if if you're not familiar, doesn't matter. They're familiar with you, absolutely. <laughs> right. They're in all of our tissues. Uh, but okay, so you can find me on uh, Substack.com/sludgefest or Patreon.com/sludgefest or on Twitter at at Jesse Black Sci. That's like size and science, and I usually post some stuff there. Um, oh, I also do uh, some streaming of fishing games on my Twitch at y'all seen this fish. Um, I've been kind of loose with the fishing stuff recently because I, would you believe a lot of fishing video games aren't very good? Uh, what? You know, dude, they're that is. really rough stuff out there. Um, but generally I try to play something with a fish in it. So uh, I love you can that. find me at all those places. I'm always down to talk about fish and or horrible environmental disasters um, of our own making. So I might actually have to do something about like in the next episode I was, after this. I was thinking of doing a super fun site. I might have to. We have to Come talk to offline. New York, I'll show you around. There's plenty. Oh my of god! Them. Can I wear a hazmat suit? Uh, if, if you if you got one. Uh, <laughs> again, the locals are uh, we're we're all in your <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you the guys locals the are immune. But I don't know if you're coming yeah. from out of town. I'm. I'm it, you know. Skinny little guy from the Midwest would be killed instantly, I think, once I step foot in the uh so, well But thank you so much. I've had such a lovely time talking and, uh, about fish with you guys. I'm glad always glad to 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 hang out and talk about fish and or sports and or fish in sports. So thank you. A delight. Well, a next delight. time we can uh we can find some more fish ah. and some more something. I don't know. I, I I had the whole thing that I was wrapping up with and, and then uh, forgot that you know, we never actually said. Although, again, like that now, whatever. All right. I'm just going to. Wow. I derailed you is what I did.
distance on that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, this is what happens when a podcast is 66.7% Jesse. Um, yeah, it's throwing me off, to be honest, in a good way. Like another yeah, Jesse that it, is like a, usually it's Jessica's short with Jesse. So it's been interesting. We should talk as well about what that's been like for you as a Jesse. Have you had your name spelled with an I a lot? Like I have like a Starbucks. Rick Springfield can eat Dude, my entire ass. We should, we should talk about this. We should, Rick we should kick his ass. and Jerry Seinfeld. Let's go. I'll take Rick. The, the S E L D S asterisk, 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 E L D. Uh, celebrities, mm. you're all going down. Uh, it's over. Every last one. Roger Salkeld, wherever you are, former Seattle <laughs> Mariners pitcher. <laughs> I don't even remember if he was good. I just uh, remember somebody on Baseball Night calling him Salkadelic. Wow. Which, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think that's when the polio vaccine makes you hallucinate. A <laughs> Salkadelic? Okay. I liked that one. Yeah. Oh I my that god! That's well, it's pod. Uh, and and <laughs> again, I'm trying to end this. Oh, there's a cat. <laughs> <laughs>